Welcome to the Rookie Investor Podcast. I'm Phil. I've got my co-host Gareth with me. And today we are talking about making money day trading. Gareth, this is a really, really sexy topic. I love this one. It's movies. It's books. It's everything you think trading should be until you actually log into it and realize it's a little bit harder than I thought. <laughs> but it's the Gordon Gecko. It's all of this sort of stuff. It's those cool Jordan Belfort. Oh, it's yeah, the, Jordan Belfort, that's right, that was his. Well, what, actually, just as a complete aside, what was his, he had a scam going, though, didn't he? What was his scam? Was it? Was he selling, there's something, there's something he wasn't, because he obviously got arrested yeah, and all that. he was selling um, penny stocks, and he'd get a 50% commission on whatever he sold. So he was selling shit stocks that were going out of favour. Oh, that's And he'd what pocket the commission. Yeah, yeah. And he'd tell these guys, what he'd do was he'd sell them quality stocks to start with, and they'd go up a little bit, and they'd, He'd earn their trust, and then they'd give him more money, and that's when he'd sell them penny stocks. And then he took uh, 50% commissions uh, on that. That's what it was. Wow. So, yeah. So penny stocks it. made him, I think in the, well, I don't know if it's true, but in the in the movie he says one year he made $49 million and he was real pissed off <laughs> because it was just shy of a million a week. Yeah, that would have been their commissions on, on the um, penny wow. stocks that they sold. Yeah, right. And the funny thing is they started out selling to poor people, but then they realized rich people were kind of more gullible if you show them a little bit of return they'd get hungry and then they'd sell them the bigger lots yeah right um, that's good no like <laughs> yeah. anyway sorry no, awesome no that we'll have to do a podcast about movies because the boiler room as well yeah like, and that's based on that? it that's um great i love um ben athlete's got a really cool sales pep talk in it's there awesome it's there's just, just so many great scenes in there let's, like, let's do a podcast really on ben athlete films in there <laughs> <laughs> anyway Completely sidetracked. Yeah, sorry. So day, yes, trading. D- day trading. Yeah, look, it definitely. It, it is something that a lot of people who are getting into the game know about or read about, and they see projected profits and things like that. So I suppose today what we want to be able to do is to break a bit of that down, is to maybe just cover a couple of topics, things like, well, you know, what is day trading? What are the benefits? What are the risks? Um, what's the reality of day trading? Because... Yeah. You know, there is this very sexy image and it's actually looking, it's very different. And there's a couple of stats I've managed to pull out. I know you're Mr. Stats, so I'm not going to beat you on that. Yeah. But there was a couple (laughs) of things which, which to me were quite eye opening. And as we chat through, we'll get into that. So I suppose the very first question, Phil, what is day trading? Yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. A lot of people kind of go towards this for their first um, taste of the share market. But day trading's um, essentially... In its name, um, trading throughout the day, you're holding uh, positions in a lot quicker sort of format. So investing, you're buying and you're holding and you're um, you know, looking for that growth. Uh, whereas day trading, you're trying to take advantage of rapid movements. Um, and, and they're really small. Um, you, know, you, you might look for 2% per week, for example, um, just accumulating over a number of different trades. Uh, so I can extend that. I extend the definition to... Um, you know, intra-trading where you're holding a position for multiple days. I still think that's quite a quick and short period of time, whether you buy Monday and sell Thursday. Yeah. I think that's still, um, yeah, really quick way to do it. But that's day trading. So it's quick movement of small amounts of money. And the other thing is that it's really based on just the charts on a screen. So you're not too concerned with what the company actually does. You're not too concerned with the fundamentals or the CEO or the business model. You're just looking at the chart, you're looking at the information, and you're looking at various price points. And that's going to dictate whether you buy or exit in a trade. Okay. So 
don't care what the company does. You're just sitting there looking at various um, indicators and number patterns. So you're measuring it all on graphs. Yeah, yeah just looking at charts. Is day trading something that um, something where um, the automated systems come into play? Are they are they used more in day trading? You know the the sort of yeah, automated algorithms software and algorithms yeah. and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what they use it for. They um, they make thousands of trades, um, you know, like in a minute or something. Yeah. Um, Who's they, they? The 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 companies that traders I are, Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I forget the. Tibra or something, the, the, those guys that founded that are like skyrocketed up the rich list because they're just uh, micro trades with rapid execution, okay. but they're making small amounts each time. Yep. It might be sort of, yeah, half a percent, but they're doing massive amounts. So, um, yeah, because you can set that up because most of the technical stuff is kind of mathematical in some way. It, you can, And if it's mathematical or logical, you can plug that into an algorithm. So... You can tell the computer to buy and sell it at various points. Yeah, so you, you can um, you can put controls. You can put stops and buys onto your account. I assume you that, but it's an interesting one, and, and I know we'll end up covering it. It's something that I'm really interested in: is the the algorithm of success. Uh, you know, it's not so much the the life of pi. You know, the the theory the the theory of everything, but it's this idea that is there is there an algorithm that you can use because to me trading is very much a an emotive based uh, process or not very much but certainly a large part of it is that is that emotional kind of thing and by emotional I mean you know traders making whims and decisions on things that may not even be related to the exact the exact yeah, business so, or commodities. So the upside. I don't know of a lot of algorithms. I mean, every time you hear someone pitch an algorithm, um, you kind of get sort of suspicious um, around, you know, success rate and, um, you know, the you'd imagine the sort of top banks and investment firms that have that algorithm if it was available because um, if anyone's going to make short money for nothing, it's going to be those guys that do it. Yeah. yeah. Having said that, you may just have a computer science guy that's interested in stocks and carved out his own algorithm yeah. um, and, and, and doing quite well with it. But the algorithm actually removes the emotion. So when you're investing, um, you know, you feel you feel like you have to invest all the time to be a day trader, yep. whereas you may make one trade per week and you make your 2%, and that's that's fine to be a day trader. Yep. But you get this mentality where you think you have to be trading all the time and actively doing it. And when you get that mentality, you start to force opportunities. You start to say, oh, this is close to the right entry point. I'll jump in because close enough is good yeah, enough. Yep, yep. So the algorithm, you can pinpoint to the exact cent where you get in and where you sort yeah, of get right. out. So you're taking the you're taking that emote of that trigger finger and giving it to the hands of a of a of a machine of a robot. Of a robot which yeah. is probably not a bad way to do for most of us because you know I know for me it's very easy having been involved in businesses. You can go down paths and avenues and you can think, oh, you know, I'll just put a little bit more into that. I'll ju- I think it's just yeah. going to turn. <laughs> and, you know, that's that's the classic betting mentality. Is, you know, ah, yeah. oh, no, this next horse is going to do it. I'm going to put, you know, and yeah. you end up losing a lot more than you probably should. Whereas if you just say, right, I've lost on that one. I need to actually move on to something move else. Out. And that's where those, those that software, because there is quite a bit of software. And I think it would be good for us to do a rundown of, some of the main software that's out there for, for, for trading um, and for day trading. But anyway, that's a slight aside, but I just think it'd be helpful to do that. So um, what are the risks? Uh, well, the risks, 
you meet different kinds of people that talk about. So there's a thing called a stop loss, and a stop loss is an um, an automated um, trade that you place, and it gets you out of your trade if things go bad. So say I buy a stock for a hundred dollars, mm. and my risk on that is twenty percent, and so I set a stop loss at eighty dollars. So if I'm sleeping at night and you know the stock goes down to $50, yep. I don't have to worry because I generally got out around 80. It's yep. not always that exact amount because they can't execute perfectly, uh, but it'll, it'll generally get you out at that point. Um, whereas other people don't like stop losses because they think that it's um, the market will rebound. So, you know, you might start at 100 and it might go down to 50, but you might wake up and it's 150. And with a stop loss, you'd have gotten out of 80 and missed that that profit opportunity. Yeah, right. Um, so I'm, I'm a big fan of stop losses. Yeah. I, I think um, you've got to, you know, when you set it up right that you do it. Um, but but with that, I mean, you can, yeah, you can lose a lot of money um, quickly if, if you don't have the stop loss, if you don't yes. have those metrics in place. And it's all about uh, managing your, your bank balance. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. Because top traders in the world are only right about 50% of the time. Yeah, right. Which means yeah. they, they extend their winners and cut their losers. Yes. That's yes. Why, they're, why they're profitable. Yep. I think that's a really, there's a couple of really good points in what you're saying. And that actually goes particularly to, you know, the people who we're preaching to, the, the you know, back yourself startup investors, the rookie investors who are in the, yeah, getting into sure. the game. I think it, that's a really good couple of points you've made in terms of creating a system and using tools to, uh, you know, even though you may not get the highs, you're not going to get those lows, and the, and the lows are a lot worse. You know, if you're losing more money, <laughs> you know, it's 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 hard to get massively excited, or you know, you won't get as excited with the rare win. Whereas, if we're hopefully being able to teach people how to create a consistent side income, how to you know, and then maybe go further with it, yeah. you know, I think that to me is is what is our benefit to people, and I think well, a big part of that is going to be. About I'll, I'll cover that actually because there's a lot of Spruikers and marketers that talk about replacing your income with trading. And that was one of the questions I was going to ask. Sorry, that was oh, one of the on here, top yeah. of it. You can ask me if you want. Okay, so Phil, tell me, can you replace uh, your income with day trading? What a unique question, Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first thing to remember is every professional trader in the world has a base salary. They get paid a base income and they get paid bonuses depending on what they return. So that straight away tells me that if the best guys in the world that have access to some um, data and information that average investors don't, um, and, and they still have to get someone to pay them a regular wage, then it's going to be really hard to do that. Because to be consistently, let's say you're on 50 grand a year and you want to pull $50,000 a year from trading to replace yeah. your income, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, to consistently pull $1,000 a week um, you know, from the market, It'd be, you know, sort of near impossible. If you start with a hundred thousand dollars and you make one percent per week, um, you can't have any down weeks. You know, yeah. if your first week you go down by two percent, then you, you know, you don't That's take it. any gone. income. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. hard to do. Whereas I like teaching people to trade because um, I've done it myself. It's the, the thing that people do is they undersell it. It's not happening in half an hour a day. It's kind of exhausting. You've got to be reading articles. You've got to be um, seeing what's happening in the global and new global news because the US yeah. impact us, China impact us, yep. um, and, and the currency markets as well. Um, but yeah, getting an income from from trading is not the, not so much of the goal. I think it's about saying, you know, I, I want ten thousand dollars to travel. 
I'm going to put in two grand and I'm going to trade that up to $10,000, um, get out of it and then, you know, go and spend that for, um, yeah, for my lifestyle. Because there's no pressure that way to produce a regular income. If you're trying to produce income to pay for your costs, that's a lot more pressure on you. Whereas if you've got a, you know, a time frame of say a year, I'm going to turn this 2K yeah. into 10, yep. you can take those downs without getting too stressed about it. Yeah, I like that idea because it takes, again, it's this thing of taking away the emotion because with day trading, um, I can see how quickly you can lose money because you get emotionally involved because it's so quick fire. You know, a lot of people, they you have to move quickly and make decisions quickly. Um, and, you know, for people that maybe this is a thing on the side, they don't have the mindset or the mentality or the the, the, the brain space because they've got a full-time job yeah, to actually do, do all of what you've been saying, which is analyzing business and companies and analyzing graphs and understanding that. So they'll make these uninformed decisions, which almost inevitably will end up losing money. And I was actually just doing a little bit of research before and a couple of interesting things came out of it. You, you mentioned that one and 2%, which I was really surprised at. So what there was one particular article I was reading, it was saying the, the you know, it, it's generally recommended that if you're on your own investing, day, do sorry, um, day trading, you shouldn't use more than 1% of your uh, capital, which yeah. I was like quite surprised at. So, I mean, you gave the $100,000 figure, but I mean, for most people, if they've got $2,000, they'll, you know, w w they'll be going pretty good. And you're yeah. thinking, oh, geez, that's that's not going to get as much as as one would think. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. So, uh, so there's two ways around this um, in terms of the money management. I always go with two percent is the most I'll, I'll max out on a trade because yeah. um, I think I have to screw it up fifty times before I'm broke. Yeah. And if I'm screwing up fifty times in a row, I probably shouldn't, you shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> so get I think out that, of it, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of gives me a, a leeway. Um, but in terms of you know saying two percent of your account, um, one of the insider things I've learned it's not about saying, all right, I've got 100 grand, I'm going to place $2,000 on this trade. It's about saying uh, you put your whole 100 grand on one trade and you put your stop loss at 98,000 and that's where you're okay. only risking 2%. I get you. And then what okay. you do is um, it's called a trailing stop loss. So, um, you know, you start with 100 grand, stop loss at 98,000 and when the stop price goes up to, let's say, um, 105, mm. you then move your stop um, loss up to 100. So... You broke even. Oh, okay. So Worst you're case scenario, moving that as you as, as you, you go up, yeah, right, it goes up okay. to one ten. You lock in some profit, and up to you. one three, and then you kind of keep creeping it up. Yeah. So that's how you maximise your winners and, and minimise your your downside. So it's not necessarily about just placing that one or two percent value. It's placing your whole amount on one trade that you've analysed perfectly, yeah, but cutting right. your loss at that um, percentage rate. And and if that's how you do it, if you're stop loss is 2%, then you want to at least, at least a one-to-one -one return um, on your investment. You want that to go up to 102%. So you're risking two to make two. I get you. That's okay. your bare minimum. Ideally, you'd want three to one. Yes. You'd want to have a stop loss at 98 and yep. your target at 106. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's a slightly different way of looking at it. And I think that's probably a better way, actually, because the way I was sort of reading um, you know, a couple of the articles, they were they were sort of saying, y you set aside the other money and you only play with that. But actually, that could have been my interpretation. Like what you're saying makes a lot more sense. If you've got two grand. That's the thing with a lot of the spookers. They've, they've read a book or something they actually haven't done it themselves. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, and you know. Because when you make 2% on $1,000 is 20 bucks. Exactly, realistically. And and that was, that was my kind of looking at it. I was thinking, wow, I mean, even on 
10, 20, $30,000, you're not really making that much. And, and even, even using what you've said, which is, which absolutely makes a lot of sense. I was still, you know, you're not making as much money as the movies, as you know, as these gurus would like to kind of tell you, you, you know, you're not going to be pulling in six figure salaries in a year. That's just the reality of it. The people that are, um, as you mentioned earlier on, are the people that um, are in businesses where they use other people's money. They use, tools and they use the knowledge of you know millions and millions of dollars and vast (laughs) amounts yeah millions of dollars vast amounts of money yeah and because of that they're able to uh, as you say even then they're not that successful or at least you know they're not hugely successful um but but they're successful enough that they're able to earn their base salary and then get a get a bit of money on top so that was to me was what was very surprising and then the other thing that was quite surprising was um and sorry to dampen the mood for anyone else looking at getting into day trading, but <laughs> there was another couple of articles saying, you know, generally speaking, people, and this is all very general, but but people who do it as an independent um, generally tend to lose more money than they make. Yeah. And I suspect it's for all of the reasons that you've talked about in terms of, you know, the, the emotional element that's part of it, the amount of money they have to invest, you know, the, the lack of access to the really top level tools and, and knowledge. Um, all of and probably lot, lots of other reasons, but you know, it's not to kind of go back a bit to the to the question, which is you know, can can you uh, replace your salary? Can you make you know sufficient money through day trading? Well, you can, but it's very hard. I mean, that's that's the thing that jumps out to me. it's, yeah, it's not I, an easy. I honestly one. think it's probably about a five year commitment. Yeah, it, it okay. took me that long to get used to the emotions of doing it. Yeah, right. To the point where I place a trade now and I don't care. I can just get in and out emotionless. Yep. Five years. Yeah, no, okay. Well, and that's it, good. And it yeah. just took that long to, to get used to it because yep. you just connect And that was the mindset. Money. Well, knowledge on mindset because yeah. you obviously had, were learning as you were doing it. And the it funny thing well. is I'm probably placing the same trades as I was after two years. It's just that emotional part. Yeah. If it goes oh, backwards, okay. I'm like, yeah, right. I don't care. Yeah, no, no, no that's <laughs> I'll good. Just move on and, and go to the next, um, the next sort of thing. But uh, we've got it in our masterclass. Um, good. A module on there on, on day trading because yep. I know people love it. Yep. I know they want to learn about it, and yep. um, yeah, some people will be successful in doing it. I think it's if you aim to build something up, aim to build that two into ten. Yep. Um, and sometimes it's sort of a mistake you have to make. You know, you get confident. You think yep. that you've, um, you know, you've got a really good understanding. Um, so you you go and learn it, and then yeah. And I think that's where the tools and that come in to play. And I, that's important. You know, it's it's not just about you know the the mindset's a very big part of it, but it's also about the the knowledge, understanding the graphs, which which of course we teach on the and on, on on the course. Um, you know, understanding the systems, um, understanding what tools are out there that you can use. I think all of that's all of that's really important part to play in it. Um, and and look, you know, it's it's something that it definitely interests me as a thing to do as a as a just out of an interest as much as anything. You know, yeah. because it's 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 fun and it's exciting. And do you know what I mean? It's not it's not doing what bloody Buffett tells you to do and put your money into, you know, into a, an, an equity fund and then sit there for bloody 30 years. You know, oh, great, you've got 7 billion. You can do that, champ. There's something about that control element. Yeah, it's, that's, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I It's 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 definitely appealing. But um, just from your perspective, what are, uh, I suppose, you know, there's, there's probably two kind of questions that I have. One is, what are the benefits of day trading? And the other one is... 
for anyone who's interested in looking into us, do you have any tips to, you know, obviously beyond just, you know, get get in and learn and start doing stuff. Yeah. So I suppose the first question is, yeah, w- what's the benefits of day trading? Uh, the benefits is that you can, um, there's a learning curve that you go through, but after a while you can do it in a short period of time. Yeah. Um, you can sort of do it from a couple of hours a week. Um, and, and I generally bulk that into sort of one day because you set up, you have a look at the news coming out, the information that you need to know for that week, and yep. you look at your points where you need to get interested in, yep. and then the rest of it's sort of um, monitoring um, how the price moves. Uh, the other thing is you can do it as addition to your work. Okay. It's, yep. um, you don't have to go all in and do it like, you know, some businesses might require you to quit your day job and go into it. It's something, particularly here in Australia, you can do because the US and UK markets open up at midnight. Yeah. And those markets are a lot more liquid than the um, Australian and Asian markets during the day. So that time factor is really important. Um, you can kind of do it a bit more passively. Yep. Um, and yeah, the other benefits, it's, it's you know, your control. You yeah, know, I like that. You're not handing it over to someone else who no. who's not involved in the investment apart from taking yep. a percentage of the profit. And, and sometimes it's even more satisfying, you know, if the market returns 15%, and you get 12% per year, yeah. but you got that 12% yourself. It's oh, a weird yeah. type of satisfaction I get it. That, yeah. that's um, really attractive. It's an active form of investing. So you're actively having to get out and, and do it. And I see, I like that. And I think that's fun in a way. That's seeing seeing money being made quickly, you know, is actually a lot of fun. Whereas if you're kind of sitting on something for five years, look, that's awesome. And I think and we're going to talk about, about sort of longer term investing and, and it's, it's definitely should be a, a, a keystone or a cornerstone of your investing strategy, I would sure. suggest. Yeah. But as we're talking about day trading today, I think, you know, front up, I think day trading does sound like fun. And, I, you know, we don't forget that. Like, it, you know, there is a there is a buzzy element to it, you know. Uh, even though you might be risking much, it can feel like you're getting right in amongst it, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah that would be, you know, for me. That's what I, I did exactly that with the cryptos of that almost a few years ago now, was it? When they picked up. When I first had a look at it, um, you know, I was trying to make sense of it. Like, you know, how can I profit? How can I make money from this? Yeah. yeah. And then I just realized it was day trading high volatility stocks. Yeah. So I just took that same approach. Yeah. Um, yeah. I put money in, took money out, and then we went to Hawaii for a holiday. <laughs> so that's sort of the, the uh, mentality. Yeah. You make it goal-based I again like rather that. than that I, I actually income. much... Uh, that's a really good tip because I think that's the... It's 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 easy to set yourself up thinking you're going to make you know five grand a week or whatever it is, but actually the way you're talking about it is goal based as opposed to time based. So you're taking that pressure off, but you're still yeah. also you're, you're you're getting that end result. I like that, and I think you know we'll definitely talk more about that and about the mindset of investing. And I think that that because that's really that's a really good sort of tip. I think for anyone who wants to get into it's it, massively. Um, and just the other thing. Um, oh yeah. You're saying some of the tips for people starting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the best things I can recommend is just master a few, no more than 10. So whether you're doing stocks, cryptos, or foreign exchange, 10 is probably too much. Keep it a half a dozen and learn what makes those stock prices move. Like have a look at the history, um, see at what points they went up, when they went down, what happens when interest rates went up and down, what did that stock do, when the reports come out. 
um, yeah, just study those price movements. And you don't have to be an expert in every single stock. You can do very well just by knowing how six stocks and four currencies move. You can make a shitload of money. No, that's just specialising in those little. That's ones really good, and it exactly. gives you narrow focus. You're just so super focused that's on good. those stocks. No, no, not to drop it again, but is that covered in the masterclass, Phil? Um, what what part? The, the narrow down, narrow to... down, and look at oh, look at oh, you know, yeah. number of yeah, yeah. But I mean, you're probably going into individual specific examples. So, but yeah, that's that's another good tip. Yeah, I, think, I say yeah. it in there because um, we do it because it's applicable to foreign exchanges. The indicators are very similar. Yeah, you're right. just reading a chart and making a decision. You know, yeah, gold, yeah. Um, commodities, forex, stocks, all all same thing. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, I just go in there and say specialize in a few foreign currencies and good tip. Yeah, you can do do it like amazingly it. well. Good tip. That's how you get uh, on a trip to Hawaii. Uh, is uh, <laughs> follow that advice. Um, awesome. That was really good. I like that. That was actually a nice coverall. Uh, we're going to get into more detail and in all the things we talked about, but I think. Uh, it, it gives a really good sense of what day trading is in case you were looking at it and going, oh, that looks awesome. I get to wear those two-tone shirts and slick my hair back. <laughs> and skip lunch. And skip lunch because it's a, for wimps. That's the weirdest quote. I know. I, I must be the biggest wimp ever. <laughs> Some days I'm a double I wimp. really enjoy lunch. The French are all wimps. Well, we know that anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, so hopefully that's given you all a really good sense of what it's about um, and benefits, um, pitfalls, and really where to sort of start getting into it. Um, any last uh, thoughts on it, Phil? No, just go in there and, and back yourself. Expect yep. to lose money because you yep. will. Don't freak out um, and just manage your risk. Keep it at 2%. Yep, there you go. Simple as that. Well, thank you for listening. Um, make sure to check us out on Facebook, um, Cheeky Investor and CheekyInvestor.com. All the podcasts uh, are up uh, on, the, on our website. And obviously, you can find us uh, in in whatever uh, particular webcasting system you've set up. Um, and yeah, make sure to check out our our next one, um, which we're going to be releasing them weekly, uh, I think. So yeah, make sure just to keep an eye and subscribe where you can, and keep an eye on the next one because we're covering so much information. Um, you definitely want to just keep keep tuned. So thanks for listening. Catch you later, guys. <laughs>